The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. And we're back. So it's been a couple of weeks. We went on a bit of a sabbatical. I've been circumnavigating the uh, entire world, it seems, uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, we had a Super Bowl. I uh, bleached my hair. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching live. Thanks for watching uh, the replay, listening to a pod or whatever. Glad to, glad to have you here. And uh, be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash the IDP Army for tier dynasty rankings, the ultimate IDP index, tier best ball rankings, VIP Q&A. Get on that Discord. I'm answering questions all the time. I'm your host, Duchesne's underscore, joined as always by Tim at Nubs, double N, double B, how you be? Not bad. I have some stuff I got to do with my plumbing, but besides that, I'm doing all right. <laughs> As I told you before the show started, yeah, but that's disgusting. We're we're doing we're doing pretty decent. Besides that, uh, we might actually get some ice though uh, in Texas, so we might be work from home for the rest of the week. We'll see what happens. Yeah, so I just got back from uh, your place last week for the Super Bowl. Bleached my hair at halftime. It came out a little rough, but then we uh, fixed it up again. But I've gotten a lot of compliments. So either people are lying or they actually dig it. I kind of like it myself. I dig it. I mean, hey. it's a completely different look, but it works for you. <laughs> Thanks. It's like my Gerard Way welcome to the Black Parade phase, uh, 2016, <laughs> though. So about that Super Bowl, uh, a lot of people said it wasn't a good game. I thought it was a perfectly fine game and i i also saw a lot of complaining about the uh the refing and i just think that that's just what happens when there's you know everybody's watching every play they're actually paying attention instead of watching red zone all year so i thought it was actually a pretty well officiated game i mean besides a little bit of funny business at the end but we've watched a lot of primetime games this season that were way worse officiated like the entire way through than this game yeah there was a big missed call but mm-hmm. it didn't end up a- affecting the outcome where it was there was an advantage to the team that won due to the call are you talking about we, higgins with yeah the we really we really need to stop bitching about that because they didn't win yeah i mean and it gave us a good play like it made the game more interesting anyways like they missed what they missed the call like it wasn't you're not going to get a perfectly officiated game i thought they did a, a pretty well job all things considered like we watch a lot of shitty officiating so that's not my takeaway from the game my takeaway from the game is uh joe burrow's a dude went back out there have we heard anything about his knee i haven't heard anything no 
But when a guy is screaming <laughs> on the field, screaming, you expect it to be bad. Nope, he's back in the game. Yeah, came back in. Uh, we had P. Ryan in, though, on third and one. getting. Yeah, stuffed. what the fuck, dude? He shouldn't have been in on third down. He shouldn't have been on fourth down. And I understand that like Joe Mixon has played almost no third down or had almost no production this year on third down, but it's the Super Bowl. <laughs> P Ryan, baby. And uh the Sewell over Chase people came out on because Chase at the end of that game had a oh, stat. Because yeah. they would totally be there yeah, without Chase. They would have right? got there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sewell yes. would have just burned Ramsey in the first half too. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, there's some there's some bad takes. I know we're rehashing, but we've been off for a week or, or a couple weeks. So here's the thing too about that. There's no they can take Chase right and still fix the offensive line. They made the decision not to. Like it's not just black or white, this or that. And it's not like Sewell really killed it i mean it, us as fantasy players don't really see it but i mean he wasn't even playing left tackle he's playing right a lot of this year uh i think he'll be fine for what it's worth mm-hmm. i but, think it'd uh, be really good yeah but yeah they still didn't do much to actually fix that one anyways besides Sewell, you're absolutely right and say whatever you want they still almost won that game mm-hmm. chase was <coughs> chase was open at the end of the game too mm-hmm. so bro just has an extra second or somehow is able just to locate and put the ball up who knows what happens? Yeah. Uh, halftime shows are back. That was sweet. I didn't see a lot of it, but I rewatched it. We were uh, we were doing my hair during during that halftime show. Yeah, it was a good show. I mean, everyone's like saying it's the best oh. ever, which I, I honestly don't think it is, to be honest with you. Boo! I think the acts were great, but like I didn't I wasn't like impressed by like the stage. I feel like I've seen bigger, better stages in the pre- in the past and like just production value, but I was very entertained. I'm happy they, they came out to, uh, uh, what was it? I, I was saying still DRE, but I, it was wrong. Next episode. And I was yeah. so happy to see that to start. So Yeah. I'm booing my man, Billy Ombravender. Still Sewell over Chase. Uh, just big disagreement, dude. I think I hope you're trolling. You're trolling. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've made up my decision for you. <laughs> you're trolling. <laughs> uh, yeah, Stafford's a dude. Glad he got his ring. Uh Cups a dude. I know that he won't be the greatest wide receiver again next year, so you got to fade him, regression and all that. Uh, yeah, that's already starting. I'm not happy about that. But I guess I am because he's falling in drafts and his value isn't as high as it should be. Uh, you don't have to be the greatest wide receiver back-to-back years. Like I know it's hard to be the wide receiver one every year, but he literally just had the greatest wide receiver season of all time. Should have been MVP. Oh, of the league? Mm-hmm. Well, how about we talk about your the the, uh, the uh, reigning MVP of the league? I, I don't really want to talk about him, but I guess I got to give you a minute to uh, a minute to them if you want. Well, I mean, he's still my guy. I, he's been through so much. The problem is that that the organization just never wants to go both feet in and just go all in and just go get guys, go get playmakers. No, we want to draft our backup quarterback because in some time Aaron Rodgers might leave us. But, you know, we don't want to just take advantage of every situation we have when we have him. Nope. Backup tight end, backup running back, backup quarterback. That's how we're going to approach one of our drafts, one of the worst drafts ever. Hey, AJ, is this AJ Dillon slander going on? I'm not slandering AJ Dillon. I'm slandering the decision to make that pick at that point in time when there were receivers still on the board. Oh, receivers? Yeah, they haven't done much. I mean, Amari Rodgers, 65 reception lock, but... Besides that, uh, yeah. So do you think he's gone? He, or he, he's gone, right? I think it, it's more likely he's gone than he stays. But I, I, it's really hard for me to see him go to an AFC team. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, <laughs> why would you want to go, like, through those, like, that powder keg of, like, five or six quarterbacks that just – there's no guarantee you get past the first round. And there's almost no quarterback worth worth – competing against in the, uh, in the NFC, obviously Stafford just won the Super Bowl, but that's because that Rams team was so good by itself. So I just had a thought um, that I haven't heard elsewhere because a lot of the talk is Rogers to Denver or uh, what San Francisco. I don't even know, but what about Tampa Bay? Mm-hmm. That's the one place I'd like to see him play besides Green Bay. Like that division's a cakewalk. You're the, the second best quarterback in that in, is what Matt Ryan, like or a rookie or, 
Should have been yeah. Justin Fields. Yeah. Should you know have been that Fields. Atlanta took Pitts because they couldn't get Lance. Did you know that that was that was the facts? No. That they were wanted Lance. They were going to take Lance if he was there at four. I don't hate the pick with Pitts though, but I mean, I just don't think uh, it makes sense with their with where they are at in their. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how. how I, it's just crazy how much of a, a drop off that they must have had from Lance to Fields if if they went Pitts, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, enough about that the only other news really that i kind of want to talk about is i mean franchise tags are starting or at least they're open i don't i don't know when they close i think it's in like what two weeks or something i don't know if it closes before the league year opens because it opens on the 14th so that, i think that's when i think that's when they close okay i think they got to be done by by the 14th but anyways Franchise tags are open, and let's keep it in Green Bay. Uh, I think they they franchise DVA, like Devontae Adams. I I don't see why not in any situation. Rodgers is there, franchise tag him. Love's there, franchise tag him. You want to trade him away, franchise tag him. Because uh, it doesn't make sense for them to. I mean, yeah, it doesn't make sense for them to sign a contract with them. The only thing I'm concerned with, well, I should say a couple things about it, is that. The franchise tag is 100% guaranteed money. So if you're going to try to move him, then you got to try to work a deal where the, t- uh, the team acquiring him ends up paying uh, some of that guarantee because there's there's a lot of you know cap manipulation yeah. that can happen. But also, if you do franchise him, who who says anything about him holding out? That's another thing that we yeah. have to look at with fantasy too. Is that if they do franchise him and there's let's say a 30% chance he holds out, how much of a drop is that? in your ranking, you know? Yeah. But like, it's, it, it affects their trade value, but they'll still get something for him as opposed to letting him walk. Like, yeah, you'll still get something. So mm-hmm. I think no matter what Adams gets franchise tagged, uh, and he could hold out, but, uh, I mean, you either do that or you let him go for nothing. And, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know who else they would really, that's, that's your most valuable asset that's coming up. I mean, besides Rogers, but I don't know. Let him walk. <laughs> Uh, another wide receiver that has some talk about is Mike Williams. Uh, they have a ton of cap space in Los uh, for the Chargers. Uh, I don't. I would not want to pay Mike Williams seventeen million. I also don't want Mike Williams on my fantasy teams. He, I've, I don't know if I, I must have said it on the pod before, but there's not a single worse player on your fantasy team than Mike Williams because you can't bench him. And when you do, he's going to blow up. Like he's the most frustrating asset in fantasy football. So just get off my team. I love listening to the pods that say he's worth a first round pick. It's just hilarious to me. I can't, I can't go give your first, go get this man. Why? Cause he might consistently not get you wins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he can't catch a ball without killing himself. Uh, if I'm the chargers, what I want to do is let Mike Williams walk and then go target my, myself, some Allen Robinson and replace him with uh Robinson, who then gets to play with the best quarterback he's ever seen. I think they have enough cap for that. They could do both. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Like, and I and Allen Robinson is, you know, sort of Keenan. He's sort of sort of a mixture of both. I feel like, I feel like he would he would do well with uh, with Herbert. I mean, it's hard to think of a wide receiver that wouldn't. Uh, Deontay probably couldn't catch the ball with those rockets coming in. <laughs> those are rockets. I mean, he's he's dropping fucking noodle balls from Ben Roethlisberger. So, mm-hmm. uh. Dalton Schultz, a couple tight ends, actually. Uh, Dallas is a little bit up against the cap with a lot of people to sign. So it's it's Schultz or, or Gallup. And or I don't, I don't know what else they would do or who else they would go after. But uh, I heard that there's a, a chance about Amari getting uh, like let go. Things like were waived or cut or whatever you want to say, whatever the, the format is. But also uh, something that's probably not getting enough attention is that Jarwin is under a long-term deal. And I'm not saying Schultz is or isn't better, but it may end up just being that they have Jarwin uh, locked in and they just go with him because it might just work out better for their other moves in the offseason. Yeah, uh, it wouldn't make sense to... It absolutely would not make sense to sign Schultz long-term because uh, I don't... Even if... He's not that much better than Jarwin, right? He just he had a good year. Uh, I think Jarwin can do pretty much what Schultz did if given the opportunity and healthy. And Jarwin's basically free right now if you're looking for fantasy stuff. Yeah, just like Schultz was last year. Uh, Mike Gusecki, 
Another tight end that might get tagged. Uh, the the thing about the tag is no one wants them to get a tag. Everybody wants these players to go to like a perfect situation, which never really happens. Same thing with the draft, especially last year. The draft was a huge disappointment. Well, they romanticize all these locations that people can land on, but then you end up where they just don't use them enough, like Hooper. Cleveland should have been a perfect spot for Hooper because Hooper can do both blocking and uh, receiving. Obviously, he's better at receiving, but there should have been a, a lot larger of a target share for the play action game with him, and there just wasn't. And he got what the richest tight end contract of all time? Who? Sorry. Austin Hooper? Oh, I don't know. I'm or like sure. one of them. I know he got a huge contract. So it, it's really hard to romanticize these spots unless, like, I mean, you can say whatever you want about the money, but we can look at Johnny and know the exact opposite. So, yeah, and Patriots have two top five tight end contracts <laughs> right now. They sh- oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! And they're talking about bringing in another one, like because Johnny isn't it, because he's not it. I mean, I think I said this. I did say this on a recent pod where, like, he's good if he can get the damn ball in his hands, but he doesn't know how to play football, so he can't get the fucking ball in his hands. Yeah, it just seems like he's like missing like concepts where then like even on plays that he does get the ball, the timing's off and he's just not ready to catch it. Yeah. Um some some defensive players like JC Jackson, I can see for the Patriots getting franchise tagged because there isn't much out there for quarters. I think the top quarter is uh Stefan Gilmore, who they let go. I think he's the the only other guy really on uh, out there. And a lot of these might just be tag and trades, you know. Uh and then Jesse Bates for the Bengals. I, f- I feel like he deserves a contract though, but I like Jesse Bates a lot. And he just killed it in the playoffs. Didn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, like he was just, he was one of the MVPs for that playoff run. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Cause like he, it, it really, his play at wake, his play at wake basically reflected exactly how he's playing in the NFL. It's just, he's just been able to elevate and it's been great. Yep. Uh, anyone else? Uh, Allen Robinson ain't getting tagged again, right? <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> he he literally just gave up and said, "I'm not. I'm not even bothering." I don't know if he's eligible, but I, I is it Matthew? Isn't he a free agent too? Uh, the Honey Badger? Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't looked at his contract. I'm pretty sure that he's he's a free agent this year. I don't know if he's eligible to get tagged though. I don't know if he'd be worth a tag. Like I feel like you could sign him for cheaper. Like not not if he's not worth it. I just don't know if if he'll get that much on the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have uh, anyone else with tags. Do you have any other news items? Uh, no, I think we're good at, at covering that. All right, well, let's redraft the 2021 class. Huh? It's time for the main event. All right, one day I might work with somebody or do it myself where I make new music and new videos, but this is what we got for now because I make the content. I don't make uh, videos. I did make all the all this all the sounds you hear, all the music. That's that's me. That's I made those. Well, kind of proud, all right? How did interest in the game? <laughs> it was. I don't know how well the uh I don't know how well it rendered like if it comes across as like the quality, because I it, I don't know, it sounds like a rip now to me. Like after I put it in the oh, like compressed, the, yeah, compressed. After I put okay. it in the movie maker, I don't know, maybe not, but sounds that way to me. But we're redrafting the 2021 class. Uh, assume superflex PPR, tight and premium if you want. It really shouldn't change your rankings all that much, in my opinion. Uh, we're not going to do IDP, but if we did, Micah Parsons is probably 102. Uh, and then I don't know, whatever after that. So, how do we want to do this? Uh, all right, odd or even? Odd. All right. So, damn it, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I just throw, I, I just threw a two up. I had one through two. No, I, I had two up. Uh, uh, one on one, Jamar Chase. Oh, you bastard. I was going to finally get the chance to draft Chase in the one one league. <laughs> I think it, uh, gets, it gets a little hard after one one like, At least this pick. Consensus. Consensus one one for sure. You know, he just... He's what? Wide receiver one in Dynasty? Wide receiver two? Personally, receiver. I, 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 I kind of want to lean Jefferson in, in number one overall in Dynasty. I just feel like his target share is greater and more consistent. But talent-wise, you can't argue against and it. And tied to Barrow. Mm-hmm. 
Number two, I, I picked two. I actually went Waddle. Whoa! Just based okay. on production and helping, actually helping your your team. I want. I'm I'm going with the guy that scores uh, a lot in PPR. Uh, yeah, I like Waddle, but he was my five. Uh, <laughs> uh, so at 103, I'll take uh, Najee Harris, uh, workhorse back that I finally got my first share of. Uh, I'm not even that high on him as a as an actual talent. I think he's a good running back. He just has the workload, and he's good. He's like he's good. He's good. The only thing is that that offensive line we got to see it get better, and really want to see what quarterback they bring in. Like depending on which the quarterback they they bring in, oh. what tendencies that they have could be really uh, different about what he even gets in the receiving game. That was one other thing that I saw on um, a news item was I saw uh, they put uh, Steelers playing the tender. Dwayne Haskins. Oh so, my God! So Haskins or Rudolph? Jesus. I, I was it wasn't Wentz like uh, the leader in Vegas for going to Pittsburgh? Wasn't that like the team? I hope not. Most likely to sign him. Just like drafts. Just draft a quarterback. But yeah, I would go Rudolph. But I, you're up at 104, and I think I kind of messed up 103 to be honest. I'm going T Law. Okay, I did not mess it up. You are just letting me t- steal this. Go right ahead. Now. Go ahead, steal it. <laughs> T-Law, uh, I thought I was the only T-Law truther left. I, was, I wasn't I was a T-Law truther to begin with last year, but I haven't fled as much as other people have. I still uh, believe. I just I, I understand he had a really tough year. I understand you could talk about all the metrics that went, went against him, but I just I think that there's going to be a, uh, I don't want to say turnaround, but a, a very large growth this year in his game, and I look forward to it. Well, I really hope so. I paid a lot for... T-Law. Uh, at 105, I'm going to go Cal Pitts. Uh, I've got my three top players. This is uh, you nice love job. to see this. <laughs> nice job. I like Pitts. I think he's great, but just based on how he produced last year, it wasn't like a roster changing in terms of fantasy move. Like, yeah, he was decent, but like how many games did he really like break? Like he had like Miami and then like the game after Miami, but everything else was like I think he had the Bills game was pretty pretty, good. you know, pretty meh, or pretty like almost like it almost like Dalton Dalton Schultz probably helped you win more games to be oh, honest. Oh, he did. I mean, but and I'm not like I said, I, I think I think with the right quarterback, he can blow up and you know, he will be tight on one at some point. I just he is tight on one. Just the the producers that I'm seeing or the position value that I'm seeing, I'm I'm just continuing to take the guys that I think will uh, just at least either be more valuable or score more points at some point. Tight end six, PPR. But, yeah. Hey, let him fall. I'll take him. And I respect him. I I think he's a great player. Oh, so you have Pitts? I'm going Javante. Yeah, at six. Both for the the potential upside and even trade value at this point, to be honest. Exactly. With you. <laughs> I still, people are still saying buy high, and now there's talks of, uh, or was it a mock draft that had them drafting Kenneth Walker or something? I would buy that dip. I would. I would absolutely buy a dip, but there probably wouldn't be one. People absolutely fucking adore, uh, adore the guy. Uh, he's good. I don't. I don't have any J Will though. No. No J Will, and I. It's because I'm not I'm not taking him in drafts. I traded him away, and I got an absurd return. Uh, and I'm not trading for him. Uh, it's just like I got my first Josh Allen in the startup because I'm never going to trade for Josh Allen. I'm never going to do it, but uh, I'll take him. I had to take him over Herbert. I didn't love it, but I have so much Herbert. No Allen. That's done, the point. I've done two startups already, and I've been really uh, late to the party on running backs in terms of just grabbing the wide receiver uh, producers. And just feeling good about it. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to start up right now, and uh, I only have Brees Hall as a running back through ten rounds, so it's getting a little shaky out there. <laughs> uh, I'm up at what 107. Yes, this one's tough. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus! I'm going to take Lance. I'm taking Lance. Ooh, yep, taking Lance. Yep, over my 101 from last year. Well, I'm going to take your 101 from last year and yeah. take Justin Fields. Yeah, so I was going to wait for Fields till I talked about him, but yeah, he was my 101 last year. But there, a lot of everyone is concerned about T Law, and then they just say for Fields it was Nagy. They don't like T Law sucks with with uh, Urban Meyer. He's a bust. 
He's 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 toast. Justin Fields sucked. He did. He sucked. But Nagy, it was Nagy's fault. It was Nagy's fault. Nagy's a better coach than Meyer. Like he, it's okay. Fields wasn't ready, but I'm not out on Fields. He would have been my next pick. I'm not out on Fields. I'm just I'm a little concerned about him. Uh, I hope he's good. You know, it would make me look good. I fucking won a one last year, but uh, I think he'll be okay. I'm just concerned, and uh, I'll take the the guy that they can't. <laughs> I'll take Lance, who they want to play Jimmy over, and seem to want to bring in Brady, and he seems to be like the next love 2.0, you know. Mm-hmm. But that was another thing I tweeted. Uh, love sits behind the back to the literal MVP back to back years. He's a bust. He's trash. He's garbage. Can't even see the field. Yeah, can't even see the field. Lance sits behind fucking Jimmy G. Top 10 Dynasty quarterback. Yeah, the duality of Dynasty Twitter. I love it. Uh, Jordan Love does suck, though. I want to make sure. He probably does. He probably does. I'm not, I don't think he's good. I'm just, my, my verdict is still out because he played white. He played the fucking Chiefs game on short notice in Arrowhead. And then he had the game, what, at the end of the year? Like, he's probably not good. But I, me, I have enough humility to be like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait and see. Now, if they don't resign or, or or tag Devontae Adams and they let Rodgers go, they might just let him run around the field. So he yeah. could he might be able to score so, fantasy points. Something I was wondering is if that happens. Uh, I can see I can see Aaron Jones getting value because people say, what else are they going to do? Give him the ball. And like, no, that's – that's when you sell because that's never a good thing. It's never when has it ever worked out? What else are they gonna do? That's what the defense is saying. What the fuck else are they gonna do? We're gonna take them away. Uh, I love I love it if I can sell running backs right now, too. Anyway, I, I understand that we have to wait a little bit for some more news on this, but because it's just so it's so often we see running back injuries in the offseason, and it's just like, well, fuck, there goes all that value. Yeah. I uh I've been trying to get rid of. I had a lot of Aaron Jones. I just, I'm the only I could get. I got one eleven for him. It was the only first I've been able to get for him, and I might take two hundred one. <laughs> I have two uh, shares left, and I don't think I'm going to be able to move him. Yeah, so he might just be a hold because I think he'll still be a top twelve running back next year. Uh, I'm up. I'm up at one oh. One, two, three, four, Should be five, nine. Six, seven, eight, nine. And this one's tough. This one's real tough. Not for uh, me. I'm going uh, Elijah Moore. You son of a bitch. I'm going to go Elijah uh, Moore type. Uh, He's literally my 109. Yeah, me too. <laughs> this, uh, yeah. Uh, like like J-Wolf, just even for trade value. But uh, I do like the kid, and I like Zach Wilson. Uh, I like Zach Wilson's cost right now. And the, the dude, uh, he absolutely balled out last year when he, for like what, a good month before he got hurt. Yeah, we definitely saw what, what the upside was. And I just think it's, uh, we were talking, when I was talking with John on this, uh, Dynasty Coach A, when we were talking about our rookies, I said he he really has the ability to use his speed as leverage, just even at the goal line too. And we didn't even see that stuff yet. But he's so he's so able to just kind of break defenders down, just even down the sideline. It's just insane. So it'd be really fun to watch him um, just in a full year kind of develop with, with Wilson, see what happens. Yep. Now this is actually difficult because of the three I have listed on my, my sheet could go either way, depending on what I'm looking for out of my teams. Yeah. Um, We're at one time right now. Yeah. Can I say the three and kind of explain my thought process behind each? No, no, yet. We'll get okay. to that. All right, I'm, then I'm going to go Mac Jones then. Okay. Because I think this QB class sucks. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I have to go down to find him. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> there, he, there he is. There he is. Okay. But I, I think this QB class sucks. And I'm going to lock up any any sort of QB talent that I believe has a job for you know an extended period of time. And I think Mac Jones fits that bill. Yeah. It's just to replace like, the, the opportunity costs. He's just – I don't know what he – He'll get you like 10 to 15 points. I don't know if he'll get you 20 ever. Uh, I, I'd rather take a shot on these position players that will probably score as much as he will anyways. That's fair. Um, but I I am in a start in that startup. I know I've said it's like five times. I'm in a startup. But what I'm trying to say is in that startup I'm in, the quarterback fall, the drop-off was 
absurd. <laughs> I traded up to get Ryan Tannehill because then it was like Goff, Daniel Jones, uh, Mills. Mills was like the next guy. Like it, it fucking falls off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where Goff's going to go on that draft. Oh yeah, uh, he just went over his dynasty uh, <laughs> coach. A eh? want to talk about him again? <laughs> <laughs> the biggest dots and truth are out there. Takes Jared Goff. <laughs> At least he got house. So like I said, he's got both Detroit quarterbacks though. That is good. Yep. Um. So, God damn it, this is. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, DVS. He was also my one eleven. At 111. He actually was my... Oh, yeah, he is my 111, but you took Mac, so pushed him up. <laughs> I like this pick. I think he gives you really good floor with... Uh, if the target share can uh, continue to rise, a really pretty decent ceiling as well. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about your pick. Yeah. No, I thought about yours. Thank you. <laughs> I uh, I can't let this guy fall in the first round. I'm going ETN. Okay. I just I, I like the upside at, at running back here. We haven't seen that he can or cannot do anything as long as he comes back healthy. I think we're we're gonna have some electric plays coming out of this backfield. Yeah, I'm glad you took him so I didn't have to choose between these two because I have uh, Elijah Mitchell 201. I had him actually ahead of ETN, but really, I, I probably would take ETN before Mitchell in a startup or something. So uh, Elijah Mitchell 201. Um, I hope he continues to have the role. I'm a little more concerned than others. And and he got beat up. He, he missed a good amount of time, like th- like two different stints or three stints where he was out for a couple games. But when he's in, he was a talent. Uh, and it was a great scheme for him. So 201, Elijah Mitch. I'm with you. I'm not as trust, uh, trusting in Elijah Mitchell just holding onto that job. Not saying yeah. he's not capable. Yeah. I just don't trust that he's I don't trust that mysterious coach he's got. Exactly. Or that he can stay healthier. Or there's just so many variables in which he doesn't keep the job by himself. Yeah. And then he's probably a self for me right now. His value is just kind of meh. All right. I'm going to go with Arase Brown. Um... (laughs) 202. Uh, the Amar Raw truthers are fucking triggered right now. There's only there's only two other guys I consider here, and uh, one of them was Muth, and the other one was Zach Wilson. Well, but I, I mean, at, in the second round, maybe Amon Ra keeps as a solid <laughs> wide receiver too. Maybe I don't know. That was another headline I saw is that Amon Ra's ready to prove doubters wrong. So like literally everyone's doubting him. It's not just <laughs> it's not just Dynasty Twitter. Like he's hearing it from other places. Uh, yeah, 203. I'm gonna get Luth with uh, Muth. He th- we had the same three actually here, but Muth was uh above a couple guys for me. He was above ETN, Mac, and Amadra. Uh, I, I'm Luth as fuck, dude. I love Luth, I just don't know what the next quarterback's gonna do, and that scares me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm that's okay. it. No individual player, nothing wrong with him whatsoever. I think he'll be. F- I'm more scared for the wide receivers, but because um, the shitty quarterback loves his tight end. But maybe we need to. Maybe that's just like hearsay. Like maybe that's just like something people say. I say it. I just did. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm gonna pair. Um, we you didn't know this, but we actually traded. Um, you you gave me the 109 to pick, so I took <laughs> Elijah Moore. I'm, a, yeah. I'm gonna stack him with Zach Wilson. Nice. That's a good pick. I, I think there's a lot more for Wilson's game to uncover. I just think his value is really depressed right now, so it's a little bit more difficult to either get something of value from him or even have the faith that he should be like your QB2 or QB3 right now. But I am perfectly fine having him on uh, many of my rosters. Yeah, that was what, 204? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, that was my next pick as well. Uh, this is the year where he'll either – show you if he'll be an NFL quarterback or not. He was showing flashes at the end of the year. I was overzealous. I've said this before. I was overzealous on the Jets in general, thinking that the coaching staff would, that they were like actually turning it around and they weren't the fucking Jets. They were the fucking Jets. Uh, they had a first time head coach. I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. I, I, I gave him way too much credit, but I saw what I saw from Zach Wilson was like what I saw. I like great arm talent. The kid can fucking sling it. Uh, yeah. He wasn't he, put in good positions. Like 
he was he was he was being asked to run like an offense that was just a little bit too much for him. And all he had was Corey Davis at first to throw to because Elijah was hurt to start the year, wasn't he? Or at least not a hundred. Wasn't he sick or something? Or no, that was Mims. Never mind. Uh, well, Mims is dead. Uh, <laughs> Oops. Anyways, uh, I like Zach Wilson, and and he's. I think he's a buy right now. He's pretty depressed. His value is pretty depressed. So I don't know exactly what you can get for him for, but he might I'd be definitely a buy. be a buyer in the market. This this is a tough pick. Uh, this is a tough pick. What are we at right now? This is two oh five. Yeah. Fuck. I need one more person. <laughs> uh uh i'm gonna go michael carter i was i liked michael carter coming out so we're going back to back jets here i liked michael carter coming out um and he showed pretty i mean he showed he had what 950 scrimmage yards for the jets um he showed what i thought he was and i think he doesn't have any competition and i don't think he'll get much competition because i hope the jets understand they have so many more needs than running back so I think he'll be a good stopgap RB2 for you this year. Uh, but he's also possibly a sell. He's very he's very high in sleeper talk right now. Like everyone's all over Michael Carter this right now. So but at 205, yeah, I'll go with Michael Carter. I think he's harder to get than a guy picked at 205 in last year's rookie draft. Like I'm saying in this redraft idea. But I do like it. He surprised me. I thought he was a one B. I thought he was gonna be a one B on a team, like good. But like the other guy was going to be the the productive like flashy guy, yeah. but he he produced a lot more than I was expecting, and even um, the receiving game. So that gives me a lot of hope. And actually, he was going to be the third jet since we traded me one hundred nine. I was yes, like three yes. jets on my fantasy roster, <laughs> which is just going to be weird to me. <laughs> but yeah, I do. I, I like him. I I think RB two is probably his floor, but it's so hard to value him. Like set an actual value on him right now, but then. It's probably a little bit more difficult to acquire him too at this point, like you said. Yeah. Uh, for what are we at? Two oh six. I'm going to go with Bateman. Yep. I think that after Carter, it it falls off pretty. Like there, it, there's a pretty big drop in yeah. just value and tiering type thing. And I think Bateman has what we want to see uh, as a receiver that could, could consistently put up at least 12 points a game. Because what's interesting is that uh, I believe it was uh, like to like wide receiver 49. In PPR leagues this year, that was averaged up to 9.9 fantasy points per game. So 12 isn't crazy good, but consistent 12 is pretty good in, in my opinion. And I think that's that could be something that could be pretty much his floor. And then if you throw a touchdown in every three or four games, you're getting you know 18 to 20 point weeks, and I like that. Yeah, if only he had a quarterback throwing to him, right? <laughs> I think I think I think Lamar is a real comeback candidate this year. That's like the same people that are like, well, Hollywood really fell off at the back half of the season. <laughs> um, that's because Mark Andrews got every freaking target because <laughs> Huntley Dude, really targeted Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is a goddamn beast. Uh, he did it with uh, with every, with both quarterbacks too. Like even when Lamar went out, he still produced with uh, shit. I had his name, whatever. What's his name? Huntley. Huntley thank yeah. you. Sorry. No, it's all right. I had it. I wasn't going to say it. I was just going to say the backup. Then I was like, I know it. And then, I know it. Poof, gone. <laughs> uh, 207? Yes, um, sir. I'm going to go with the 206 in last year's rookie. I have ADP from last year. Uh, Kadarius Tony. This one's tough. Uh, but if – he could. It is going to be the make or break year because it's the make or break year with Daniel Jones. They're bringing in Dayball, so maybe, maybe they turn around when he had when he was healthy and he got the ball. Like he he wasn't bad. I just, yeah, I don't know. I'll go Tony. It's pretty gross right now. There's upside there. It's just yeah, probably not going to be realized. Yeah. Same thing with the next guy that I'm going to take. I'm taking another quarterback. I'm taking Davis Mills. That's who I was between. I just so, don't think Mills is anything past this year. Most likely not, but we saw at the end of the season, he, he had a couple 20-point games, so you know he can reach over that threshold, and who knows with a little bit more seasoning. The issue is I don't know if the offense is going to change under Lovey, and that kind of freaks me out. And like <laughs> we were, 
I was talking to you about this probably two weeks ago or three weeks ago. I just have a feeling that like Walker is going to go to like Houston and it's like not going to help the passing game. Yeah. So like, that's, I was trying to think of uh, running back landing spots and I'm like the bad teams need running backs, but I hope the bad teams know that you don't need a running back right now. You need so much more than just a running back. And this is our draft to go and get wide receivers in. Yeah. Like think of like Drake London here, yeah. you know, a, a big guy, a big target that Mills can throw to. Yep. Mills wasn't bad. I just don't know. And I think he is safe for this year. It doesn't make sense for them to draft a quarterback this year. I just don't know what he is past this year, but I, he, he produced pretty, pretty well last year. I mean, and to get him at two Oh eight is not bad. I mean, he was taken like three, 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 seven, three Oh five is what I have. So after, after Trask, the last thing I want to say about this too, is that I don't think he's a buy or a sell right now. Because I don't think you can sell him for what, what adequate value should be of a quarterback that you can play next year that like isn't Ben Roethlisberger. But I don't think he's a buy because there's a lot of people that are looking for early first or I mean sorry, early seconds or like multiple mid second or thirds. I would and if you have them, you're not getting good offers right now. I think I would take a chance and and sell Mills and a four or a flyer for an early second or i would pay i'm sorry i would pay an early second for mills and then try and flip mills in season like a mills and a third for a first that's that's the plan that i would have with mills right now but i don't have any mills not one i drafted a lot of mills because i had a plan to flip him but i never got the window to flip him and now i'm like you know what i'm gonna hold on because there's no reason to sell him right now because i'm just getting trash offers yeah, sell him in the season, add to him, though. Like, you might have to add a, a third and a player, but get yourself a first. And I, and I think you'll, it might seem like a lot at the time, but I'm, I'm going to tell you next rookie next year for rookie drafts, you're, you're going to thank yourself for doing it because mm-hmm. he'll be out. He'll, the odds are he'll be out of a job, and you're getting yourself a really good player in next year's first. 209? Yep. Uh I'm going to Ramondre Stevenson, uh, a one B running back here at the end of the second. Um, we're looking at, we're scraping the barrel here with these last couple of picks. I think you could, you could put them in any order. I think there's no, there's no right pick here. I don't think after that Mills pick. I'm going uh, Josh Palmer. Oh, I think if they don't, that was a, build, I, there were no right picks, but there are wrong picks. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I'm going to hear about that later in the group chat. (laughs) But I just, depending on how they end up filling that wide receiver room, you know, Guyton's restricted, things like that. But there were instances during the season in which he showed good elevation, strong hands, and like not being fearful going up for the football, which is something in a Herbert-led rocket offense, it could be something where he takes some chances on uh, taking shots at Palmer and then they pay off, so. Yeah. Uh, At 210, I'm not mad about it. No. No, I'm just giving you shit. I mean, (laughs) until they, you know, tag BMW. No, he doesn't have that nickname anymore. Mike Williams. He does not deserve nicknames. Mike Williams. And they bring in Allen Robinson, like we talked about. But uh, it took me forever to figure out what BMW was when they first started using it. I was like, what the hell? Why is he BMW? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Two, what are we at? Two eleven. Mm-hmm. Last pick. Uh I guess I'll go Rondale. I'll go Rondale. I have to. I have to at least draft him, right? I was so high on him. I'm worried about Rondale though. He wasn't used at all. Like uh, we both anticipated, he would be used. Um, but he was my guy, so I'll stick with him. It's weird too because it was like inconsistent snap shares and like inconsistent. He fell off hard the at the end of the year. At the end of the year, like he wasn't seeing the field. That was concerning. And like what, like what was it that was causing that? Because like when he was on as a rookie wide receiver, you know how what what are your levels of expectation as a coaching staff? But like when he was on the field earlier on, you know he made some plays. I think a so I was expecting a lot of short passes to kind of accumulate. A stat line at the end of the, at the end of yeah. the day 
And I don't know if it's just like Kyler not looking underneath like we expected, but Kyler had a, a very short yard per attempt last year. And they, so that's what grabbed my attention. They had a lot of design plays for Rondo, but they were all near their goal line and he got fucking stuffed, which was weird. Like they weren't really designing plays for him before like the 10 yard line. Uh, <laughs> But then, then they were doing it like in the red zone. They were using him how we thought he would be used in general, you know, like uh, bubble screens and stuff. I wonder if the gravity of losing Hopkins and the gravity he has on the on the field really makes a difference. I think it does. But wrap it up. I can't quit you, Terrace. <laughs> I'm going with Terrace Marshall. We bookend this with uh, our our shitty wide receivers he, that we were all in on last he, year. He was my wide receiver six. I said I said he is one of my favorite in the draft because I think he's got a chance of being an alpha. But something that I think we're seeing with the NFL in the last few years is the transition from not wanting a ton of big bodied wide receivers that just do certain things to a lot more space creating receivers, more of the point guard shooting guards versus the power forward type of receivers. So I think that could be an issue. I don't know. I don't know why he was getting, you know, outsnapped by guys of less caliber than him coming into the league. I, I can't. I can't give that reason. I don't know if it was a conceptual issue or something, but I'm not giving up on him yet. <laughs> uh, well, good. Best of luck. Uh, Rondell's snap share decreased, but Terrace Marshall was healthy scratches, and that's just just concerning. My thing though was that I and I. Kid you not, I, I I I didn't get any Terrace Marshall last year. I liked him. I didn't I didn't get any of him. And then every time I I inquired to trade for him, I shit you not, every single person said I think he could be the wide receiver one in this class. Every single one, every single person said that. They were everyone who got him loved him, and that's probably why you, you can't quit him. Um, some guys that got left off though that I, I probably would have gone Gainwell over Rondale, but. Uh, we're saving yeah. space here. I had I had Gainwell listed, but I just don't trust his. I, I, obviously, he's on the field more than Terrace Marshall is, but <laughs> um, I just don't trust the the you the workload or usability next year. Yeah, I do yeah. trust that he's electric enough to do something if he gets workload, just not if he get that he's going to get it. And then there's uh, Hubbard, Collins. Those are the other guys on my short list. Clear Herbert's one. Oh, Herbert, it, because there's a chance that the Bears don't resign Montgomery. He steps in to be the lead back or at least share a role in it next year. Or not yeah. next year, the year after this year, I should say. Uh, Sermon, I don't think. He might have been like a mid-third if we kept going. but Yeah, we're probably. Ra- we're wrapping it up. You saw how gross it just got there at the end. Uh, and uh, speaking of wrapping it up. What the hell? Yo, the sign is real simple, B. It says wrap it up. Wrap that up, B. All right, so. We're back. That was the show. Uh, I guess the only thing left is you have a gripe of the week, dude. Oh, fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> I got to drop 30K on new plumbing. Got to lay some Can't pipe. handle it. Can't handle it. I'm going to have to lay a bunch of pipes. <laughs> but I'm paying some guys to come over to my house and do it for me. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, we don't edit, Tim. That's, 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 up, that's, <laughs> that's on the waves now, man. That's out of my hands. <laughs> You'll probably put it in the intro. It's fine. <laughs> Not anymore, <laughs> dude. Uh, I wish. Maybe, maybe we'll have to go back just for that. We'll have oh, to go fuck. back to it all day. But it's 2022. We don't edit pods anymore. <laughs> which, which I I got to say, it loses a little touch. But if we grow, if we grow and get an actually like a good audience, then we might go back to that because I like to, I really like to put care into my pods and make them a real piece of art, you know? But for, you know, the 10, 10 people that listen sometimes it's like you motherfuckers don't even know you don't even know um my gripe of the week is uh concert goers i went to two concerts this weekend one was tool fantastic the next one was uh billy eilish and i was in ga and this isn't about billy it's not about billy she was fine she was great it's about people at in general admission at shows they don't understand they they don't know what it's like to what it means to be a general admission. You're not entitled to your spot, dude. You're gonna get bumped. You're gonna get pushed around. It's not personal. Don't start. Don't try and start a fight with me. Like I don't know why, but it happens to me at almost every single show. And it's, I'm not going crazy pushing people or nothing, unless it's like 
I feel like everybody should have to go to like a punk show, like a bad religion show where you're freaking your anchovy just getting thrashed around as people fucking body surf on you. And then you're going to learn, oh, this is what general admission is. So I went home and I made some fucking business cards and they say, welcome to your first show. You have chosen general admission. You will be pushed, shoved and nudged. Enjoy with a smiley face. And then on the back is a concert. Uh, that's my gripe. It happens a lot. It ruins the show because I get like fucking anxious because I'm this guy like fucking he was behind me. I just thought I was like, I was like, oh my God, is this guy going to like fucking hit me because I fucking got to my wife because he was like grabbing her ass and shit. Like I should be the shit out of you, dude. That's my gripe, man. Killing me out there. You got a highlight? Yeah, I had my I had some of my people over for the Super Bowl. It was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Wasn't Some it? dude jumped in my pool and then got his hair dyed. It was fucking <laughs> weird, man. Bro, that how cold was that pool? <laughs> it, it was, was pretty fifty. Cold. The next day we checked it. Yeah, it was fifty. It was cold. It was warmer that day too. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I like cold water and stuff, and I but I was down there trying to get your discs, and I was down there, and I was like one, two. Oh my god, get out, <laughs> get out, dude! <laughs> you gotta get out. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was fucking cold. <laughs> if we asked Linda and uh, and Omega what their highlight was, it might been it might have been on the rug. To be honest with you, oh yeah, they love that. That rug was nice though. I liked the couch. I slept on the couch. I didn't even bother. Did you really? Yeah, the air. The, I didn't. I liked it more than the air mattress. Good. Okay. Yeah. No, the couches were sweet, and you had the chargers, charging yep. ports right in them. Yeah, the couch was fantastic. Uh, my highlight is that Elden Ring comes out on Friday and it's going to snow. So your boy took the day off. I'm just going to fucking, I'll be streaming it right here on Twitch. What, what is coming out? Elden Ring, the next From Software game. Oh, okay, okay. Dark Souls and stuff. Mm-hmm. So open world should be fun. Uh, I guess my other highlight, I don't know if he said anything. So maybe I shouldn't say anything, but uh, Herms at Herms NFL has oh. got some big news. I don't know if he, I don't want to be the one to... To break yeah, it. I, I don't know either. I don't know if he's he's brought some stuff up in our chats, but I don't yeah. Know. All right. Well, anyways, shout out Herbs and go follow him. He's got some pretty cool news coming out soon. Anything else for the people? Nope. Yeah, me either. So thanks for listening, and uh, we will be back next week. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna get back into the swing of things. Off seasons here. We're gonna yeah, we're back, baby. That's the main event. This is the outro.